This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Hello, and what is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? What is up? My name uh, is Schweezy. Welcome to Cancel Schweezy, uh, known as the Lord's Trademark. Favorite podcast, but, you know, it is also the only podcast that thanked Judas for the four-day weekend. Uh, oh, brother, this guy stinks! Uh, yeah, I thought that joke, I thought it was so funny. Uh, recently Easter, and I think Passover's coming soon, so, uh, if you're watching the show, um, you will notice that I will be, uh, showing off the Last Supper for the Jews. That was Passover, <clears throat> you know? That dinner was Passover. If I do believe so, if my, uh, 23 years of being in church, uh, was <laughs> did anything, uh, but no. We thank you, Judas. I said that at uh, one of our my Easter dinners, or yeah, it was an Easter dinner. I made pulled pork, so that that kind of like the opposite of what Passover would be pulled pork. <laughs> it's like legit the opposite, um, so like that. And so my mom was like, uh, Jim agreed to pray. I'm like we're gonna thank Judas for for a long weekend. <laughs> That's why they call it. That's why they call it a uh, Good Friday. Uh, Good Friday. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyways, though that joke didn't go well. I know I survived. Uh, I survived Easter with families, both sides of the family. Uh, they're not really that. Bad. None of my family's that bad. Well, at least not on the ones we saw. Uh, if anyone finds this, I think I'm related to this guy. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, but no, we. Uh, First night, yeah, it was my cousin, and she has, like, two little kids, a six and almost four, and uh, the oldest one loves playing Mario Kart, so we play it. Uh, his little sister, however, likes playing Mario Kart, uh, but she doesn't know how to play it. So, basically, one time I actually did give her a controller. I'm like, make sure you're pressing down A, because she would just stop uh, and keep trying to go. I'm like, yeah, hold it down, you know, because we kept it going there. It was, like, so funny. And so now I just give her my Xbox controller when we play Mario Kart, on uh, the Nintendo Switch, uh, and we call it her special controller. But also her brother has a special controller. It's like my gold GameCube controller. That was fun. Uh, but yeah, no, we just give her a fake one, and I'll, so I just play as her character, so she thinks she's playing. She's having, I'm beating you! <laughs> and you're like, 
yeah. Um, but no, I have a I have a projector, and so I was like, oh, if we're gonna play, we're gonna play on the projector. And uh, they walk downstairs, and they're like, "Where's the TV? You'll see." And it's like, so the TV's just on the wall. I'm like, "Yep, the TV's on the wall." And so that was cool. And it's like, we're gonna show everybody this. It's pretty fun, cool, pretty cool day to be an adult. It's a pretty good day to impress children. Impressing children is always a cool thing. Uh, that was cool. The next day, we went. I went, went to St. Louis with my mom. Uh, we went to see that, that my dad's side of the family. Should 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 we be? We don't have to talk to them anymore, right? Like any relation we have now is now broken <laughs> in our family. I, I guess I'm. Yeah, you know, I'd technically be related to a lot of them. Uh, but no, it was fun. It had my eighty-something-year-old aunt, and uh, and she's my aunt, and to my cousin. Grandma and mom, but the one who the son is uh, like was near my dad's age because my dad was a late baby, and like so she had her first kid at eighteen. My dad was born when she was sixteen, so my dad always had like a a nephew two years younger than him. So it's like uncle, uncle, cousin, and then an, an actual cousin who's my age, but I think it's technically first cousin once removed or whatever. Uh, you know, I don't know how much to end of it, but he found out that I had my vape with me. Uh, and, uh, so yeah, we were that, but that were in private, like, we're going, like, to a hidden place, get beer, and then I was just like, you want to, you know, uh, then he figured out, uh, I had it on me, uh, and everything, and then when we were at dinner, I guess it came up, I was, like, smoking meat, because I smoked pulled pork the day before, and I made ribs, and I've done a lot of things, that's why I'm so fat, that's why I'm so fucking fat, uh, that, uh, <clears throat> So yeah, the, so he was, we were talking about that order, so smoking meats, and uh, so uh, I took an edible uh, at the proper time beforehand uh, to be safe and enjoy the edible, uh, and so, you know, your world's a little cloudy, and uh, you're sitting there, and it's life's more fun, because you hear people bickering, uh, and then he goes, this is like my cousin, though, so too, like, we're six months apart, and he's like, Sam, have you been smoking anything else? And in my mind, I'm just like... I pause for a second, because he's, like, outing to the family. It's like, what else have you been smoking? As if I'm already smoking one thing, and I've been smoking other things. Just bringing that up casually, uh, casually, and not even in a negative way, because it would come, he said, what, have you been, what else have you been smoking? Uh, meaning as in meats to smoke for barbecue, and I took it as, oh, are you doing meth or crack or, uh, you know, anything else? I'm like confusing and I was like barbecue and so I guess somehow I figured out barbecue and uh and stuff like that <laughs> I figured out I don't like oh, I don't know picked the worst day to take an edible uh you know that was fun and then I guess the uh, older adults are all boomers now uh they're like talking about it was like I smoking I smoked weed once like the one one of the old ones that are losing their mind there's like I smoke weed here my mom's there he's like I'm the only one who hasn't uh my mom's like probably drank one beer and smoked three cigarettes. <laughs> so that was my mom. So she's like, I'm sorry I'm so lame. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that was a weird, weird day. Uh, that was a weird, weird situation. But nonetheless, another day, another good story. Uh, just like on Cancel, Cancel Shweezy. Um, make sure you are uh, checking out my music. I have music under Shweezy anywhere you stream your music. You know what that is. I'm on social medias at the Shweezy. It's on those and all the, on all the little little 
little sites and, uh, you know, just, uh, go follow me over there. TikTok and stuff like that too. Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Uh, make sure to check me out Thursday as I play video games. Uh, we're figuring out where we go, where we go from here. We may play Pokemon Stadium. I think that's coming out <coughs> on time Thursday to, uh, yeah, to play. So that's gonna be really cool. Uh, so I'm gonna try that out, see if that's any any amount of fun. Uh, then, uh, yeah, so, and if you have an Amazon Prime account, connect it to your Twitch account. Uh, that's a Twitch, uh, that's a subscribe. It's like spending $5 to subscribe to someone on Twitch, but you use that for me. Well, that's, that's it. I explained that so horribly, but you get it. Just like our Patreon page, it's a great donation bucket. It's a great way to say thank you for being a friend. Travel down this road back again. Heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. So, uh, like that. But we also have free shit you can do. Make sure you're, uh, if you're on the audio platform, go check out the, uh, yeah, got our YouTube page. We're trying to grow that platform. And what you can do over there is also share highlights. We do highlights of every little thing on the show. And you can just send that to your friends instead of a whole mumbo jumbo clip, you know? Just, uh, yeah, it's just taking it easy, taking it easier a little bit more. Uh, making it cool, uh... Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. Uh, and, yeah. And, uh, on the audio platforms, leave reviews and give five, four, three, two, or one-star ratings. Any one of those. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. Um, all right. So I created a new genre of music. Uh, the band Fluorescence out in Chicago. Uh, they released promo uh, videos on TikTok for their new song, uh, Roll the Dice. And I absolutely fucking love that song. It's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, but, yeah, the singer in the promo videos, he was wearing Crocs. And, you know, I don't know if they were, like, the Croc band, you know, but because uh, the other guys weren't. And, uh, you know, it's just a promo video. He's just looking casual on a casual day. You know, I, I didn't think much of it, but I thought it was cool. But Fluorescence is pretty cool. So I want to put them in the sub-genre category because they are pretty unique sounding. Uh, they sound much different from, you know, the, say, the Neck Deeps and the State Champs uh, that we had today, which I love those too. But, uh, yeah, uh, Fluorescence is really cool, up and coming, and I think they're really cool. But the singer's wearing Crocs, so I wanted to call it, since it's a sub-genre of pop punk, it's going to be punk Croc. I'm telling you, that is genius. That is funny. Everyone's laughing. <laughs> Everyone is enjoying the show today. All right, let's uh, let's get into it. We're first segment of the day. We got previous week right now. Uh, previous week right now is the news from the previous week right now. I didn't really want to explain that much today. I guess uh, I guess today today is not the day we will be doing that. Um, so we, and in previous week right now, we have more segments. We are going into segmentception. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Uh, we're going into, sub, we're going into the quantum realm, and, uh, so let's get our segment we like to call... Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. Uh, Dolly Parton and Garth Brooks set to host the ACM Awards. Dolly Parton and Garth Brooks will be hosts of the 58th Academy of Country Music Awards. The two country legends will be live from the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas, on May 11th. Parton said in statement that she's thrilled to be hosting the show with her friend Brooks. 
while I had the pleasure of spending time with him throughout the years, I can't believe we never had the chance to work together, she said. That night, Parton will also premiere the lead single from her upcoming rock album. The event will celebrate country music's biggest stars and stream live worldwide. The nominees and presenters for the year's shows will be announced uh, leading up to the Academy of Country Music said. Uh, the event will stream live on Prime Video and will be rebroadcast the next day for free on Amazon Freebie. So, oh, Amazon owns Freebie. That makes sense. Uh, that's why it's like, watch on Freebie. And then you watch it on Freebie. It's just free movie. It's just free shit. Uh, you can watch uh, through the Amazon Prime app. So, yeah. Uh, very, very interesting. Let's dissect... This the way Dolly Parton described uh, working with Garth Brooks. Uh, now I'm going to read it in her voice again, and then I'm going to try to read it in my voice. And we're going to see see the comparisons between uh, my voice and Dolly Parton's voice in my impression. Uh, While well, I had the pleasure of spending time with him throughout the years, I can't believe we've never had the chance to work together. Uh, so, now I'm going to read it in my voice. That's what we're doing. While I've had the pleasure of spending time with him throughout the years, I can't believe we've never had the chance to work together. That's strange. Work together. So, as we know, Dolly Parton is a beacon of true goodness. And, honestly, I would say, wouldn't, wouldn't Dolly be God and Garth be the devil, Okay. Uh, Garth takes pleasure in taking souls from us. Uh, Garth, I, I still need an alibi where you were April 14th, no, uh, April 15th, 1958 through April 14th, 2022. I just want an alibi of where you've been at all times. Uh, we're trying to solve a possible murder. It's, it's closed and it's pretty shut and dry, but I kind of want to open something, you know? Sometimes, sometimes there's nothing to close, you got something to open. That, that would be a perfect, that's a goddamn uh, motivational quote right there. I gotta, I gotta remember that. Uh, shit. I have to remember that. Well, anyways, though, uh, what else do I have to say? So, it is, it is weird um, that Dolly Parton... Uh, becomes, uh, she helped vaccinate with COVID. We, we figured that shit out with her. What did Garth, Garth what did Garth do? Uh, made a couple videos that made me cringe. Uh, he like, break my heart. We had to shut down for COVID. He did. He was like, we're doing a live drive-in show. And it was a video of a live show. That's what everyone told me. Because uh, they did it in, like, Nashville. They did it in Nashville. I have, like, friends go into that shit. I'm like, be careful. Uh, be careful. Prime suspects. Uh, coming in out there. Coming in out there. Rootin' tootinists and cowboys in the wild, wild west. That's the Woody's Wrapped Up theme song, dude. Why a Bud Light boycott in the U.S. won't matter. This is from Newsweek. 
in recent weeks, several brands in the U.S. have faced calls for boycotts of their products for promoting campaigns supportive of the LGBTQ plus community in the face of widespread political and social division about inclusion. Earlier this week, Bud Light faced social media, social media outrage after partnering with transgender influencer and activist David Mulvaney at a rally in Iowa supporters of Carrie Lake, the Trump-backed GOP candidate for Arizona governor in 2022, refuses to drink the beer brand at an open bar. The row over transgender brand ambassadors is symbolic of a wider debate about the inclusion of transgender women in female issues and spaces. Some say transgender women should be treated the same <coughs> as other women, while others say they are different in that hard-won women's right must be protected. I'm reading weird today. Uh, while transgender rights and liberties are a key issue of contention in the culture wars, one brand expert said that the potential boycotts could would overall help the brands rather than hinder them, as the U.S. is a saturated market and many American names are looking elsewhere in the world to expand to. Eddie Stableford, a food and drink branding expert, told Newsweek that mul multinationals were not innovating a pre at innovating at present in so smaller brands were filling this gap in the market while presenting themselves as inclusive. On Sunday, Mulvaney posted a video to her 1.7 million Instagram followers in which she explained that Bud Light had sent her a personalized can with her face on it to commemorate 365 days of being a girl. Mulvaney's Day 365 of Girlhood video series has been a viral success and has charted her first year of transitioning. Uh, the reaction was, in some cases, rather extreme. Musician Kid Rock took an assault rifle to several cans Bud Light in a viral video, while a video of someone pouring a can down the drain of a kitchen sink was viewed over a million times on Twitter. A spokesperson for Anheuser-Busch told Newsweek on Monday that the company works with hundreds of influencers across our brands as one may ways to authentically connect with audience across various demographics, adding that the commemorative can it had given given to Mulvaney uh, was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and is not for sale to the general public. Since then, social media has have taken offense to whiskey maker Jack Daniels' small town big pride campaign in which it teams up with drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, despite the campaign being nearly two years old. Uh, Stableford himself described the boycott's calls as totally unreasonable, adding that what they're doing isn't appropriate and relevant to people in the 21st century. Referring to the marketing campaign, he said, it's absolutely the, the, the right thing to do because we need changes in the world. We can't keep on using the old model. The old model is broken, and we need a new model in all kinds of places. While it could be argued that pro-LGBTQ plus campaigns to ultimately promote products may have cynical motivations, Stableford said that as they did not have to do so. It's interesting that they've chosen to. It could be for totally altruistic reasons because they think it's the right thing to do or there could be an agenda which it says let's present ourselves in this way and it gives us an opportunity to grow our audiences on a broader basis, he added. So, uh, long story short, that was about uh, Bud Light, uh, one, probably teaming up with a trans woman and uh, to uh, Kid Rock, was it like shooting uh, the cans of the new Bud Light? Like, you broke my heart and be you're not my beer no more. <laughs> you're not my beer no more. Uh, <laughs> crying over, like, you're not my beer no more. Uh, so, yeah, you know. Um, and, yeah, it's the idea of boycotting things. And you know what? I think it's fine. If people want to boycott it, honestly, uh, I think what Kid Rock did was fine. Uh, 
saying he hates a product. So first thing he does and goes and buys the product. <laughs> and then he goes and uh, and blows it up. Doesn't even consume it. So that's how he spends his money. Like So that whole de- ordeal was giving Bud Light more money. Uh, it's funny shit. But like, no, I think it's okay. He's like, if he's against, uh, wants to boycott it, he can boycott it. You know? I don't go to Chick-fil-A. And one, one reason... Uh, that we're not going to talk about is that they always mess up my order. I just, just don't put the fucking pickles on Chick-fil-A. Figure that shit out, okay? Uh, you should be able to make a chicken sandwich without pickles on it and be able to make it and give it to me. You, you fuck it up all the time. And that's not the reason we're talking about. The reason why I say I'm boycotting Chick-fil-A is because uh, they don't like gay people and they're kind of racist too. They're kind of a racist company. And so I don't want to give my money to them. Am I, am I, Buying Chick-fil-A and uh, doing a stomp video to it and smashing it to disrespect the chicken sandwich? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Why? Because I don't care about Chick-fil-A that much. I, uh, other restaurants are doing the same thing now. They're doing making the same chicken sandwich, and honestly, they're doing a lot better. Uh, Chick-fil-A is never crispy, okay? I said it, I said it, and you had to live with it. That was a cool rant about Chick-fil-A. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, I think the boycott's fine and stuff like that. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with a, with a boycott. I think, uh, yeah, no, just don't spend your money there. Uh, and, you know, if everyone does it, actually does it, and, like, commits to, uh, to what they would say, uh, shut the fuck up and do it, uh, then uh, things can make a big difference. And so that's why companies... Go back. If you look at a DK Oldies now, DK Oldies is like a. Basically, what happened is so basically they find lots of like used like video game consoles and shit like that, and other accessories that you know would go along with that, and then they sell it and they mark it up like a significant amount, like where you're like, the only reason why you'd buy it that expensive because you know like it's going to be a good quality product, and. What DK Oldies claim to do, they say they refurbished, so you can buy a refurbished console or you could buy as is. I think they do that, and you know, that comes, you know, I feel like at least test it, but like we didn't refurbish it, but we did test it working, you know. Uh, then yeah, but basically what happens is they were not refurbishing their consoles, they shook it and wanted to hear if anything rattled in it, and uh, yeah, then they sent it off, and so they weren't refurbishing it, but they were claiming. It was refurbished, and so all these YouTubers were talking about it, and I love the tea because I went on DK Oldies website a couple once uh, when they were initially like getting popular on TikTok, and then I said, uh, "Wow, that is way too expensive." Uh, but I see it's refurbished. So I'm like, so basically, I see it being okay marked up, like because you're guaranteed like a almost perfectly new con- refurbished console. So. You know, I could see that from some people, but yeah. But if they're not refurbishing it, like, basically just lying. They'd put, like, warranty stickers, like, break the seal. It's now no longer under warranty, which uh, in the United States is illegal or whatever. Like, they have to have it or whatever. I, they, that doesn't do anything if you open a product up or something like that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they kept going off on it and uh, uh, doing it. Everyone kept buying consoles secretly and then, like, opening up a room, like, Yep, not refurbished. I got ripped off. And then they plug it in. I'm like, nope, it doesn't work. And uh, then they got under a lot of heat. So then they started, uh, I think at minimum, just like 
blowing it out with condensed air, every console, you know, and just hopefully hope that works, you know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing that, but now I think there's enough, because they've been successful for so long, whatever, like, there's going to be a lot of people who had that happen to them, so... Uh, yeah, and that's that's really cool to you about things you don't care about uh, that I said and you don't care about. Uh, you Don't Care About Them is recorded in front of a no-person audience. Uh, it is me literally talking into a camera uh, with The Last Supper behind me. Like, literally The Last Supper is behind me. Uh, explain that, atheists. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, boycott things you don't like, people. Uh, but shut the fuck up about it, you know? I think that's I think that's what we're really trying to say here over at Cancel Shweezy this year, at least. 2023, the year of shutting the fuck up. Uh, just, I just thought they took my beer away. <laughs> Where's my beer? <laughs> I can't believe you broke my heart. Broke my heart over just fucking, it's like, oh. Oh no, they support the gays. I can't like this beer anymore. That just, I don't know, those backwards people are just like, well, it's just not part of our growing up. It's not part of our growing up. We, we just don't believe in it. Uh, okay. Uh, God damn. It's like, oh no, my beer's gay. <laughs> it was like the first Sam Smith album. And then like Sam Smith, you know, you know what he's wearing with the something unholy. Like that, that Sam Smith, you're just like, oh no, he drank a Bud Light. Do you think Sam Smith drinks Bud Lights? That's a cool question. Sam Smith, do they, do, do they you, do they you? Uh, I know you're they them. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Sorry if I said it, said him. Uh, sorry for my microaggressions. Uh, could you? Um, could you confirm if you drink Bud Light? I don't know why. Sam Smith on a Bud Light commercial would be hilarious. Okay, no one, no one questioned my my lo- my logic. All right, last article we got here from NBC News. Pope Francis says sex is a beautiful thing, and it's normal to meet people on Tinder. Using dating apps like Tinder to meet potential partners is normal, and the Catholic Church's teaching about sex is still in diapers, Pope Francis said in a new documentary released this week, Sex, sex is one of the beautiful things God has given to humans. It's like, I am the cap- no. <laughs> I'm not changing it. Uh, and Pontius said in a conversation with 10 Spanish-speaking young adults, oh, there we go, for a documentary called The Pope Answer. There we go. Close enough. Uh, the group of people aged 20 to 25, including Catholics, Christians, atheists, agnostics, and one Muslim quizzed him on a range of topics, including sex, masturbation, uh, delusionment with the church, the church's sexual abuse crisis, racism, immigration, abortion, and the LGBTQ community for the film that was recorded in June 2002 (coughs) and released on Disney Plus on Wednesday. 
Uh, one discussion on pornography and masturbation ignited by Alejandra, a woman who created adult content on live streaming sites. The Pope said por pornography diminishes. To express oneself sexually is something rich. He said, anything that diminishes a true sexual expression diminishes you as well. It renders you partial and it diminishes that richness. Sex has a dynamic of its own. It exists for a reason. It's an expression of love. After admitting that he did not have a cell phone, uh, Francis, a was asked what he thought about young people meeting romantic partners on Tinder. It's normal, uh, he said. Young people have the eagerness to meet each other, and that's very good. Uh, asked whether he wanted to be in a relationship, he said he had been in one before I entered the seminary, but then I chose celibacy. He's clap cheeks, dude. Uh, another point, he said Christians had not always had a mature... Uh, Catechesis or religious instruction on sex, and it was still a very early stage. He added that the church's uh, catechesis on sex is still in diapers. Asking for abortion, Francis said he instructs priests ministering women who have had terminations to not ask many questions and be merciful, such as Jesus was. I like that. He added that he, we should not send her to hell all of a sudden or isolate her. No, we should stay by her side. Uh, but he said the abortion must also be looked at scientifically and with a certain coldness. He added that one month from conception an embryo was not a bunch of cells that got together, but systemized human life. Okay. I'm not going to read any more of this. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of interested in this. He's just like, uh, what do you think about Tinder? Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but no, I like that. That's an interesting view on sex because as we will all know, uh, sex when you're in love with the, the other person, uh, sex when you're in love, not, not with that person, it's not good. Uh, uh, is yeah, it's generally people, it's, it's, we all know it's better than like one night stands, you know, the, with the right one. It's 100% better than a one-night stand. Uh, so, yeah, I, I kind of like that. So, like, sex being meant for love. But then, but, like, you're talking about pornography. But there's also, like, there's pornography. It's, like, a married couple who has sex with each other. And it's always those two or it's always a couple together. You just never see the guy's face. Because we don't want to see a, I don't think even women want to see a guy's face during sex. Unless it's fucking Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling. Anyone uh, The hot Ryans. Not, like, Ryan from the trailer park. Uh, we're not talking about him. Uh, no, so what about that pornography? Uh, I think, you know, I think it's very interesting if it's just, like, a couple who does it together. But then, like, yeah, but then you have, like, the business acting side of it, you know. And I, you know, I'm very interested in the porn star's life uh, because it's just, like, you know, it's the business. You're like, all right, yeah, we do cut many, many times. Sometimes uh, we have to do a recharge and we or we get... <laughs> the best is the... So the guy's kind of getting a little flat, uh, and uh, and you're telling me when you're on camera you wouldn't get a little flat or nervous uh, that like they have to get a fluffer and they get close-up shots of the girl like faking it and everything like that, and uh, the guy's like th th there's a chick backstage just blowing him just to try and get him hard again. <laughs> Him, call him the fluffer. It's just a chick there. It's just a. She's not even on camera. Like it's, she's just she's fucking blowing a guy. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Why did they bring up Tinder on the the beginning of this article? Why did they say Tinder was the beginning of it when Tinder wasn't as good as the pornography part? Uh, if it made me laugh, uh, it is. But you know, Tinder. Uh, 
I think, yeah, the Pope is really wise, and I guess, uh, see, the po- the nice thing about the Pope is he isn't the total worst. Uh, you're like, if a woman's had her termination before, just forgive her like Jesus would. That's, that's what Christians should be. It's just be like, forgive them like Jesus would, and, and we move on. Uh, interesting, after a month, it's like, it's, after a month, like, a human's kind of being made at this point. And I agree, you know, I believe women should always have the choice, but, you know, if I had a baby, if I was going to terminate a baby, I would kind of want to do it uh, immediately versus uh, waiting a little bit, let it, let it get some get some feelings. And I don't want to do that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's weird. We're, I don't know, everyone, just vote for quality sex ed. And uh, top... Fathers, be good to your daughters. Daughters will love like you do. Girls become lovers who turn into mothers. So mothers, be good to your daughters. Soon. Yeah. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy? only for it to turn out to be a mirror, and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor, Privacy, comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign But wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. That's my hole. That's where it spits. Uh, So I thought I would go over another thought catalog. Um, You know, I've, I've I've really, really, I've really started to enjoy... 
these articles because they don't take themselves too seriously, which uh, BuzzFeed does. That BuzzFeed takes themselves way too seriously with quit and like they try to report real news. They're like, we're not. I don't care about the best twelve cupcakes to buy uh, in your state. I think I don't know. I want to move further. Move uh, maybe let's move in a different direction. Uh, so I found this article from Thought Catalog, and I thought, you know what? Uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. I thought let's just go uh, full throttle. This is the type of guy you get. First of all, ride or die, bitch. Let's go full throttle. Let's go full throttle and uh, get into it. It's called 10 Reasons You're Perpetually Single. That's rough, buddy. Uh, no one makes it a goal to be single forever. We all want love. We all want a partner to share our lives with. Even though that is the goal, a lot of us mistakenly go without attaining the thing we want so much in that it will somehow lead to different results. Uh, we know that this doesn't make any sense, and yet we continue to operate from a default setting. Being single isn't a curse, and being in a relationship isn't a cure-all. No matter what stage you're in, it's important to take a personal inventory to look at the bad habits and choices that are helping you and the ones that are hurting you. It's not a matter of putting yourself out there more, of, or of signing up for every dating site and side-swiping app. I'll find... A, I find a truly amazing healthy relationship is much more than being ready for a, such a relationship. It's about identifying faulty patterns and thoughtful processes that may be blocking you from getting what you want. I have written many articles and a book on how to get the relationship you want. There are also ways to guarantee that you never get what you want, seeing that they're for a first step in cracking blah blah blah. Here in 10 ways to stay single forever. Alright, so. 10 was a here are 10 ways to stay single forever, but the oh, stay single forever or 10 real reasons you're perpetually single. Am I, am I, am I making sense here? I'm not making sense at all. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, though, um, what? <laughs> uh, first one we got here, uh, on the catalog, uh, we got, uh, don't ever learn from your mistakes. If you don't learn from your mistakes, you are bound to keep making them. This is, was the story of my life for many years. I don't know how much of that I'm going to read. You found out you keep getting up in the exact same situation over and over again. It's time to do something. So if you never learn from your mistakes, um, do I learn from? Oh yeah, I learn from. I I, I learn uh, many things, and my many teachings go on to teach you uh, in everything you do. So. Uh, that's not the reason I'm single, so we're moving on. Uh, blame your singleness on the fact that there are no good men left. Um, honestly, I would say kind of, I, I might agree with this one. Um, you blame your singleness on there's no good men or there are too many good men. Honestly, that's my problem. There are too many good men out there. And, uh, yeah, I think, actually, I think that's the real problem. There are too many. So I disagree with you. That's, I guess that's what I'm trying to say here. Uh, there are good men out there. That's the, that's the problem. They're not settling. There are too many good men out there. And all the ones around me are settling or not, or whatever. Settle. 
ladies, don't don't go for too high. Don't don't reach too high. Like just do slightly below you. That's all you need to do. That's all you all you all you need to do. Do 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 do. All you need to do do. All you need to do 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 do. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I disagree. I've already disagreed with the first first two. Have really high expectations and justify it by saying this this is what you deserve. We all have certain criteria when it comes to a partner. Some of these can be valid and other borders on ridiculous. We don't know much or so much as we think we do oftentimes. What we think we want is not the same as what we actually need. Okay. We, um, I don't have high expectations. Like, I think my, my, okay, let's see. Let's, let me ask you the question about my standards. Are my standards, are these standards too high? All I want is someone who's fun and who also uh, gets things going for me. You know, that's what I'm saying here. That's all I want. Is that, are those two expectations, because I guess you could dive deeper into it, you know, and then like we have to go into what I'm attracted to, what I'm not, and then you pose similar questions with somehow it makes it work and uh, with who they are and... Uh, you know, things change, people change, uh, babies need their diapers changed, if that's what you know. Uh, so, I know, I don't have high expectations. So, why I'm single number three out of ten? Wrong. So, that's not it. So, we're currently zero, uh, or three, or zero, me being, it being right, three being, it being wrong. So, three, zero, three right now. Don't trust how he feels about you. Who's he? Who who, who would he be? Uh, how he feels? Because I'd be dating a woman. That'd be the that'd be the that's the situation. Or and you don't trust how he feels about you. Okay. Who's he? Are we polyamorous uh, or whatever? Because uh, yeah, I would I would say. Uh, that anyone, I would say, I'm not into polyamory at all. I, we're not doing that. And uh, she'd be like, oh, but I kind of am. And you have to trust what he feels about you. Is What he's doing is right. Like, I feel what he's trying to do is fuck my wife, you know? That's what I feel like is going on. So would I trust his feelings about you, the guy who wants to fuck you, uh, by trying to convince you to become polyamorous? No. I, I don't believe... That it. So yeah, trust how he, a guy who's trying to sleep with uh, my partner, like should I trust that guy? No, you shouldn't trust that guy. Uh, all women have that one get well, that one friend that the guy that's a guy and the guy doesn't like that they talk to each other and it's a uh, you know things happen. So we're zero to four right now. So not this not looking good. Thought catalog, not looking good. Overanalyze everything. Analyze his text and things he said, his posture, the language he used. When you overanalyze, you aren't being present or authentic. You're in strategy mode. No matter how stealth you think you are, a guy can always pick up on this energy, and it's off-putting. Okay. So, uh, I think everyone analyzes things. Uh, I only analyze things. I don't overanalyze things. Uh, I sometimes... Uh, 
believe people and take their word for it. I have been like that. So do I overanalyze everything? No. I try to analyze things, but no, I would never try to overanalyze uh, something uh, like that. You know, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm only human after all. I'm only human after all. Don't put the blame on me. So we're zero to five, you know. I'm starting to think uh, I'm just perfect and it's gonna be, it's everyone else's problem, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, the sixth one we got here, uh, don't take care of yourself and try to look your best. Uh, you don't get this volume, this much hair volume, what I'm talking about here. You don't get that without grooming yourself. You can't do that unless you've been groomed. Uh, groomed to perfection, like I am always. I'm always thinking, I clip my nails, fingernails today. They I have to clip them like every three days because uh, they grow way too fast because I I'm a, am only human. After all, don't put the blame on me. Um, yeah, so now we're, we're 0 and 6, okay? Okay, Thought Catalog, why I'm single? Is that, this is not the reason I'm single. Uh... Number seven, we have don't deal with your issues. I announced last week that I'm going to therapy, and I had a therapy session. Basically, I kind of think that she's getting paid for an exclusive cancel Sweezy. If you're interested in that, let me know. We could set it up on our Patreon, but my therapist gets another one and stuff. I'm not going to tell you everything that happened in therapy, people. You know, you can't be just fucking... <laughs> me and my therapist don't... <laughs> Here's everything me and my therapist talked about. Uh, so yeah, you know, uh, not everyone has a therapist. Some men, I have a podcast and a therapist, so that's therapist a lot. That's a lot of therapy going on here. It's like most people only have one or the other. You know, you either have a podcast or you go to a therapist. I'm doing both. So, you know, I'm just built different. And uh, <laughs> <Got he. laughs> they're 0-7. Look, they're 0-7. I think Thought, catalog, thought catalog, you got to give up. Uh Number eight, settle for meantime relationships. Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't call them relationships. Just want to uh, just want to say uh, if it's friends with benefits, uh, that is different than meantime relationships. Like you don't see you you try not to see each other during the day. It's creepy and it's off putting. Uh, you don't, you don't run into your, yeah, you, you just see each other at night. You're, it's like Batman. Like, if you ever see him during the day, uh, the Justice League is getting together very quickly. And shit is about to go down on planet Earth. So, that's the only time you see Batman during the day. Or whenever the comics let him be there during the day. Uh, so, yeah, no. That's what they say. It's, you know, that's the kind of relationship you guys. Kind of like Batman, when you see Batman. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, don't settle for meantime relationships. Uh, then you have to go to their families, and I don't want to talk to their families. Uh, that's another thing. So that's, uh, when you wouldn't say meantime, when you say meantime relationships, you mean, like, you're fooling around with someone, and then some, then you, then you eat breakfast the next morning with their parents after plowing her daughter. So yep, zero and eight. They're zero and eight right now. Uh, I don't think they know why I'm single. I think it's because I'm it's I'm perfect and everyone else has issues. 
Uh, nine, be afraid you'll never find better. I wouldn't be afraid of that. That's not, I'm not worried about that. I think it's more of a problem that I don't think, she, I think it's opposite. Really, I think she'll discover she'll never find better. Uh, so, yeah, she knows. She knows, fellas. She knows I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. I caught my mom listening to Froggy Fresh. Someone got her Someone got her into Froggy Fresh, and she's like, yeah, she hasn't even seen the music video. She just heard the song. That's how crazy this is. She just heard the song. She just heard the song. And, uh, yeah. So, now, we're 0 and 9. Okay, well, maybe they'll get one topic on why. Uh, to see how I'm just not per- I'm, I'm perfect. Uh, panic over the prospect of being single forever. Uh, no, not worried about that either. Because uh, men get more attractive with age. And uh, women don't. And so, it's always like a worst case scenario. Or whatever. Lowest style go is 25, you know? You're always going to be... Once you reach 25, it's gonna always okay to date a 25-year-old. Like, that's the rule. It's like, I could be 55 and she's 25. People will be like, it's the weird age gap, but, you know, it's, it's only a weird age gap. It's not weird in anything else. So that's always going to be fun. Uh, so, no, uh, the older I get, 25-year-olds will come and go. So that's why, I, that's, you know. 25-year-olds will always be there. It's the, it's the perfect age. They can rent a car to get to your place, too. So that's really exciting. You do need to make sure you're making money, though. Make sure you're, you have a good living. Uh, maybe save some money for being older and still try to take care of yourself, you know? You know, be a catch. Anyways, though, so 10 reasons I'm perpetually single uh, all do not apply to me. I think it's because I'm built different. I think it's because uh, we live in a society. I also believe that I'm just perfect, and it's women out there who have an issue with me. So uh, suck on them, teats. Whew. Boy, my mouth is dry, drier than the dickens. Uh, but anyways, though, what did I watch on TV? I watched, I was watching, I, I watched a ton of intervention, dude. Um, I'm trying to not, can't tone down the drinking. That's why I took an edible for Easter. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, yeah, tone down the drinking and stuff like that. So, uh, really, uh, so what did I do? I decided to watch a bunch of intervention. Uh, A&E, I, I never thought about A&E's catalog of trash TV. Um, this is trash TV, but, uh, <coughs> but yeah, it is trash TV, but like they did that, A&E's no, Spike is the one who has cops. Uh, I digress. Uh, I digress. We're using, we're using the buck and big words today, should we see? We pulling out the big bucks for the big words, uh, there, bud. Uh, anyways, yeah. Um... So yeah. Anyways, though, I we did watch a ton of uh, ton of intervention in high, when I was in high school, <clears throat> back in the late aughts, uh, uh, back in those days. Yeah, we watched a lot of intervention, and uh, I thought bringing it back into my life would help. 
with uh, would would help me, you know, take a break. Anyways, though, what is intervention? Some of you don't know what intervention is, and so now I'm here to tell you what intervention is. Uh, intervention, this is from Wikipedia, Intervention is an American documentary series that premiered on March 6, 2005 on A&E. It follows one or two participants who are dependent on or addicted to drugs and or alcohol. Uh, they are documented in anticipation for an, an intervention meeting by friends or family. During the intervention meeting, loved ones give the addict an ultimatum, go to an inpatient drug rehabilitation program immediately or else risk losing contact, income, or other privileges. The show follows up on the recovery progress for future episodes or for web shorts. So, yeah, so it's, it's a cool show because a lot of people, a lot of times they get the treatment, uh, sometimes uh, they don't, and don't even get it when they get the point uh, to that point in uh, that. I'm going to have to spray my hair. Um, yeah, I don't think they get the point of... Uh, that so uh it's like but like when people go sober though their appearance changes drastically they go from like skin and bones to like uh has a body you know uh so yeah it's, it's amazing like just 60 days of just being sober and not having fun because i can't imagine those sober facilities are fun and i'm not saying they're not doing a good job I'm just saying drugs are a lot of fun. Drinking is a lot of fun. I'm just saying, uh, to be honest, when when it's like it's like the cheap one of the cheapest ways, just have fun. Uh and then the next day you don't. Um so yeah, no, those appearances are uh good though. Uh well yeah, no, I'm thinking of like how better people are looking. But I gotta say, boy, I gotta say. Um this is not a good show for dieting motivation. Uh, do not look towards intervention for uh, dieting uh, dieting tips. Uh, because I made a quick observation while watching uh, the show. Not a lot of fat people, you know. Uh, we got some people with some chub, but like not a lot of fat people. In fact, a lot of people are skinny. I saw a meme, and I'm not gonna. I don't know where it is. It's on my phone somewhere. Uh, it was like a guy's like before and after, a quit after he quit drinking, and I'm like he went from skinny to thicker. I'm like, alcohol is one of the biggest reasons I feel like a fat lard right now, and uh, that's saying something. That's saying uh, an awful an awful lot about things. Uh, so do not look at this show for diet advice. You're like, you know, if I did twelve thousand dollars of cocaine a day, I can I could really lose some weight. And like, don't do not think that way. I am telling you right now, do not do that. Don't do that. That that's bad. This is the type of guy you get. Uh, so I can't remember my favorite episode. It's just like some chick, and uh, for some reason, some of the chicks are hot. Uh, what? I didn't I didn't make the show. I'm watching it. Some of the chicks are hot. And, like, I don't remember there was, like, one. She was, like, Mikey Day. That's Gerard Wade of My Chemical Romance. He's also the bass player. Uh, I thought he would rather me say brother of Gerard Wade than bass player for My Chemical Romance. So this hot chick was with the bass player from My Chemical Romance. No, I like Mikey Day. Uh, 
And like she used to be like a model in like uh model what was it the San Francisco Bay. Uh and then yeah, and then she got into drugs with Mikey because he was doing drugs. Why do you think the band's called My Chemical Romance? Uh so uh cool shit there. Uh but uh but anyway, so no, there was another episode that was my fucking favorite. Uh, it was, uh, it was just like a, you know, a nice, uh, it was a kind of a, she was kind of cute and like, she was sober 60 days. That was when they did the interview. I'm like, oh man, she's super hot now. And then <laughs> and immediately it cuts so, f- it was the fastest cut ever made in a movie ever. It was, uh, then immediately switched to sad music. It just went from happy to just immediately sad so fast. And the screen said, uh, shortly after filming, she relapsed <laughs> She's still, she's still an addict. I'm like, what? It was so fast. It was like looking so nice and good. And relapsed. Like, oh, that's so sad. And addicts relapse. It happens, folks. Um, they just gotta, just gotta try really hard. You know, you know, don't be, don't be uh, stingy. Uh, and uh, don't be stingy there. Uh, Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Negative thing about the show is, and it's kind of heartbreaking to to be honest with the, they're breaking up couples. You know, these junkies have another. They have like a partner with them, and they're both skinny. I know. I, just, I know you're wondering, were they fat? No, they were. They're always pretty skinny. It's like oh, this. He has this house, but his mom's afraid to go over there. Uh, it's a clean, but she's scared of the drugs she'll see. Uh, and then uh, it was just in, in in like where the dining room should be. <laughs> It's just a, a lady sleeping. Oh, that's my girl. That's my girl. It's no bed. They <laughs> sold it for crack. That's my girl. Like it's like oh, maybe that maybe that'll be my choice before I go. I think my my bottom three for how desperate am I to be to to not die alone uh, would be uh, what was it this finding a junkie just feeding a junkie. Uh, Philippines, and if I strike out with everything in the Philippines, even the ones I'm not attracted to, if, if I strike out there, North Korea, uh, they'll let you in. Uh, or if you're, because I guess they have more women than men. Which, I mean, I don't think, I feel like is not necessarily a big problem, because they can, they could just go poly, and you can get more couples, you know? Like, like men, men can have a lot of kids if, like, there are different women, and they try to get something bacon in the oven. One man could really do a lot, you know. And they could just keep going. That's why. That's another thing about getting older. Just like that with being a single. It's like I, you know, I'm good. If I and if I'm like, what about kids? I'm like, I can be eighty, and I'll, I can still have a kid if I want. You know, I'll be the old, I'll be the fucking old dad. But you're my dad. Can be a beer dad. Yeah, he's eighty. Um. Anyways, though, breaking up junkie couples when the other person gets sober. Pretty sad. Uh, pretty inconsiderate for them. Uh, I had an idea. Okay, so hear me out. Hear me out. I have an idea uh, for it's a, uh, would you like to, par- it's more like you get to choose to participate in this. Okay. So usually on intervention, when they they try to agree at the intervention, like you have to go, Immediately, right now, you can't like have a day or two, uh, you know. That way, you can, you know, party, go, go hard partying, 
And, you know, that's a way, I like, I want a way, you know, like, I'm going to go out, you know. You go, like, on a bender, and, you know, like, you know, you just go out. It's a great way to go out. But then you have to guarantee, like, I am walking into the intervention, uh, this fucking drug, you know. And then from there you withdraw, and then you get better, and then you never do it again. Yeah, I guess you just have to stay disciplined in that fact. Uh, but you know, they, they have to go right now. They can't, they try to make them like, you're so addicted to it. You have to even have it before qu- one more time. You realize how addicted you are to it. Uh, and I would just be like, all right, so we're going to give you 24 hours from this time. You know, we're going to pick you up. And so you can party all hard and going and you have to go. And another thing is, uh, you have to be allowed, uh, like you can't just drop someone off at like rehab, like, uh, they have to agree to it themselves. And so you sign the paperwork that you agreed to it, but you have 24 hours to party your fucking ass off. And uh, nah. and if they die, they die. You know what? Contract is void. Um, but uh, but yeah, they get 24 hours of just, you know, one last night to party. But like when the time comes, like, you know, they're basically surrounded by multiple people, like no way out. They have to go kicking and screaming even if they decide this last minute, I don't want to change. Like, too bad they're forced to go to rehab after that. That's my idea. I like to call it kicking the kicking and screaming method. So it's like you get a 24 hours to party, and so you just have to make it count. You, like, make it make it memorable. So, like, yeah, this is the time of my life. Part of it I liked, and a lot of it I did not like. But this can, you know, we can remember this night, you know? I feel like that. But then you stay disciplined. And I don't think a lot of those people are that disciplined either, so... Uh, it probably won't work, but it would work on me though. If I was, if I get addicted, what what at this point? If I'm doing meth, yeah, I guess that'd be the next thing. I'd next thing on the list. I am that kind of trash, so uh, I guess meth would be next. So, tell me what you think about that—the kicking and screaming method, uh, and how we treat addicts in the in the show. Uh, it is good though. There's the question. Uh, I think we all have of. Is this a good thing they're doing? Well, they pay for, like, the treatment. And, honestly, rehab treatment is probably a reason why most people aren't clean and they just struggle and go on doubts more and less and stuff like that or, you know, be, be able to work in a way that's, like, productive and still be able to use it and, you know, it just takes over their life and, you know, their lives may be shorter and they have to deal with it. Uh, or... We can get them the treatment they need, and uh, camera crew is going to follow them around and uh, show them that they're probably worse than they actually are. Uh, and uh, so it's like they're getting exploited, but they're getting treatment. So I think it's it's a pure yin and yang. It's a pure yin and yang uh, for what they're doing. So I don't feel bad about it, and that leads me to the last thing I want to talk about with this. So I always wonder, so I feel like, oh... They're going to put me on a show. They want to talk to me about my show. And I'm like, how did they get me an addict on the show? And, like, when they say, oh, yeah, we're going to interview for a show called Intervention. Or, like, oh, I don't, you know, a lot of people don't want to be intervention. That's why they're kind of, like, pushed into it and locked, and locked in the room uh, with that. So, yeah, so people wouldn't, like, plan their interventions and shit like that. So, uh, you know, unless you do the kicking and screaming method. Uh that would just be for going to rehab, though. Uh, but, like, how do they convince these addicts to, like, sign away, like, getting them on intervention where they probably wouldn't sign on for intervention if they knew? Uh, apparently, from what I looked, and I looked a little bit, I, I, 
I, I, I'll, I'll say I confirm it. I don't care if I'm wrong. Uh, that they convince these people because they're going to be on a show about addicted people. It was just a show about addicted people. That's how they were on. They are like, so they agreed. I'm like, oh, I'm addicted. I'm, a, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, yeah, put me on the show. Yeah, put me on. Uh, beam me up, Scotty. Let's get, let's get on the show. So I was like, yeah, I was confusing how they like manipulated people to get on intervention. But uh, <coughs> yeah, pretty, pretty weird. Is it sleazy or is it cool? Only you can decide. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones? Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards. It was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! It's time for Oh No, Our Table, the part of the episode where I answer advice uh, given from you, given to you from me. Ah, as you know, I am Shweezy. You are in the middle of an episode, so you are very much... Hooked to the end, <laughs> so... Um, let's just jump into it. All right, so first question we got here. Look, let's look at the nonsense we got today, folks. How do I know if I have hemorrhoids or a prolapse? I've always had problems with constipation. I'm currently on a medication that makes my constipation even worse. I have had a normal poop, haven't had a normal poop in two years, except when I was taking a probiotic for a while. I strain every time I have to poop. Tonight, after wiping, I felt a budge, and it seemed to go back in when I stood up. My anus felt swollen for a few minutes, but now feels more normal. There's no blood. I'm terrified. It's a prolapse. I don't know if it's ever... 
if I've ever had hemorrhoids, so I don't know how to tell if that's what it is either. I'm in my late 20s, God, brother, getting back on probiotic ASAP, but I'm just really scared. If it's a prolapse, what do I do? I don't want to have surgery. Uh... I hated that on the one answering this question. So if you are, um, I'm making a very large guess that this was not a prolapse. And people are like, how do you know it's a prolapse? It's not a prolapse. You're not a doctor. What? Well, I'm here to tell you, I've seen multiple uh, prolapsed anuses. Not in real life, on the internet, folks. It's always it's always the internet, folks. It's, you're like, in real life? No. It was on the internet. Uh, so we... So, yeah, the, the, it, a lot of prolapse, a lot of stuff comes out. A lot of stuff comes out. Um, so that sounds exactly like a hemorrhoid. Is it, are you getting bleeding? Um, yeah, so I think the probiotic... So, yeah. That was a cool sound. Dad sounds. We're getting to we're getting to that time of the age where I'm just like gonna start making dad sounds uh, into a mic. Like that's all we're doing. Oh, we're doing anymore. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah. So hemorrhoids. Yeah, uh, you're probably bleeding too. It's spicy food. So yeah, get on the probiotic, dude. You need to. Uh, you need to be mindful, you have to be taking Metamucil, you gotta be taking Metamucil, dude, like, you're, you sound like you're a Metamucil kind of guy, maybe just, like, a little bit of day, a little bit of day, keeps the man sticking his finger on my hemorrhoids away, uh, the proctologist, uh, no, um, yeah, uh, I'd also suggest maybe getting a bidet, uh, not only does the bidet clean your asshole, uh, profoundly, it prevents hemorrhoids too, uh, and what you can do is, like, kind of sit with your butt cheeks open, let the spray kind of go into your asshole, and what it does is it, it starts breaking up that poo, dude. It'll break up the poo, and it just, the parts start coming out a lot easier, you know, start squirming out, you know, you're gonna have a lot cleaner of a colon, you know? Uh, it's, it's uh, what I like to call cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, so dude, yeah, if you're having c- constipation problems, yeah, dude, uh, it's medication related, yeah, dude, uh, you're gonna have to uh, incorporate more fiber into your diet. Uh, that way, you have a lot of bulk and it comes out. Uh, if it's too big, uh, I, I legit bidet, maybe a butt, butt knife, maybe you cut the poo, you know? Anyways, we're moving on, we'll move on. A random hookup asked me if we could say grace before sex. Is that weird? What? Um, okay, so, just, let's set the mood. Uh, we're in, uh, we're, we're during sexy time, we're sexy time is looking like it's going full throttle. feel like a woman, a real woman. This is the type of guy you get. Let's go full throttle. Why don't you hit that button more? Um, go, we're getting ready to go full throttle on S-E-X. For, in case the child is listening, they know they don't know what I'm talking about. 
Uh, but then she's like, it's like, it's getting steamy. Like, she was gobbling your knob earlier. She's, and, uh, yeah, she's doing that earlier. Uh, she's all warmed up. She's all warmed up, ready to come. About to stick your average-sized wiener into her, and she's like, wait, 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 wait. Let's pray. Let's pray real quick. Uh, <laughs> kind of a kind of a mood killer. Um, is that weird? Did oh, so you? Oh, you. Sounds like you went through with it. So like, years later, my hookup asked to uh, pray before. Is that weird? You know, yeah, you know it was weird, and you continued, and you you did it, dude. You did it with her. That's funny. That's some funny shit. I uh, should have sprayed down my hair uh, during the break. Uh, for me, uh, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So. Uh, it's weird. I know you can but just continue forward. Dad drinking sounds. How do I tell my friend that he is in a pyramid scheme? Uh, over the last six months, my friend has opened up a Herbalife store in our hometown. Herbalife is a supplement product that, in, in his store, he sells health-related shake and smoothies based off the product. If anyone is unfamiliar with Herbalife, they market is this way to make it seem like the person is able to create and grow their own company on themselves. That is probably why you see so many of these Herbalife stores under different names across the U.S. He is always going to conference or meetings to learn how to better grow their company. I was recently interested in his company as he was making a decent amount of money, but after researching and finding out the amount of money he sends back to the company is crazy. The company had a genius trick to make its owners create their own business, but the top dogs make all the money back. He is able to go to conferences and get awards and make zero cents, and I have been trying to tell him what the underlying issues are. Even Herbalife itself has an article that says it's not a pyramid scheme, but any company willing to publish an article like that is most definitely one. I really enjoy my friend, but I feel like he is so brainwashing his job that I'm sure the company has meetings to talk about with him, uh, about with him how to avoid this question. So I'm curious. Yeah, I'm aware of like the Herbalife stores. Uh, what? Uh, for those you don't know, yeah, they like they're basically like they sell shakes and smoothies, but it's like a health health shakes and health smoothies and. And I think it's all, like, Herbalife products. So instead of, like, some lady you know uh, who's <laughs> just some chick who's like, would you like to buy some of this shit and mix it yourself? And people are like, no. Well, then you open up a shop and uh, make the smoothies yourself, and then people pick them up and go. Uh, then, you know, uh, yeah, but it's all your products. So, yeah. So, hope yeah, I get it. So, so it's like, so it seems like just it's franchising in a different way. I haven't done any research on like the money they send back to Herbalife, but I do feel like, but I do see it like it could work as like Herbalife makes the products and then sells at a store. That's just a normal store. Like, I, this is a store. But 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how that deal works because, like, yeah, I think if you make like Herbal Life, you know, like the Herbal Life drinks or whatever, if someone in a store made it and like you could say all the what had the benefits of something, but you know, um, or what some shit. But, like, they make it, someone else makes it for you, and you just buy it, one of them, you know? I don't know. That's different. Like, I don't know how how this is different. So, I do know there there's something slimy with Herbalife. We know, we all know who fucking Herbalife is. We all know they're up to some snaky shit. Uh, but we but we continue. But, like, yeah, you know, the stores, like, seem like it, because you could mark it up as an amount that makes it so you're making a profit per drink sold. So... I don't know. It's like, hmm. It's like having a store, but then you buy Mary Kay products and put it on the shelf and then raise the price. And then, yeah, I guess then you'd want the Mary Kay salesperson. I don't know. Business is weird. Uh, I don't know if I'm the one to be answering those questions right now. But, uh, yeah, no. So, yeah, how to talk to your friend if they are in a pyramid scheme. Um... I don't know. So, like, I think the first thing you kind of have to do, uh, I, I do think uh, one of the a cool technique to go into it with would be, hey, uh, like, you kind of figure out if they're like struggling with money or something like that, because if they're struggling with money, then I think that's your like ticket in. Do you know to talking about something like? Oh, so, like, Herbalife, yeah, and you send a lot of money back to them? You're like, yeah. It's like, why are they requiring this? Oh, it's because their product, yada, yada, yada. And you're like, huh. And then, you know, you kind of, like, draw. It's like, so I go to this person who sells it, and then you have to draw it out, you know. You have to draw it out, like, my, to Jim did to Michael Scott in the office. It's probably going to be part of the thumbnail for this even, too. So, hope you hope you enjoy finding that. But, yeah, you kind of just have to point out uh, to them, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, I don't know, just, uh, just wait, just see if, if you like the guy and he's a friend of yours, if he needs you, you lead him or you ignore him and, uh, his problem goes away. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Maybe, maybe that he'll go away with his problems too. Maybe that's a good way. Just get these people out of your fucking lives, dude. Uh, I, I haven't been messaged by someone in a while, uh, for that. I love, it's always, it's always fucking fake. It's always the last person you speak. Hey, girl, how you doing? Uh, no, see, I'm like, ah, glad to see. I'm better than you at this point. That's that's good to see. Why people say big person instead of fat or muscular? I'm not a native speaker, so meant so maybe that's the reason I don't understand. That's probably the reason why you don't understand. Uh, I don't know. I guess our big to us uh, is, I guess, different. And so uh, I guess we say big instead of fat or muscular. And then, you know, some guys are just in between. They're just weird. You know, God made them different. God don't make no junk. So, yeah, some guys are fat. And you can kind of go to that. But then you're saying, like, a situation where you're going to be like, and this dude was a fucking fat ass, and so and, uh, he was, uh, so he was like a bigger guy, and so like that. So it's a more polite way of saying fat. And then there's some guys who are, they're not muscular, and they're not fat. They're just like big guys, you know? They're, they're just big guys. Uh, so they're, they, they, they come and go, 
like the gas station come and go, but the local one around here turned into a Casey's, which I like their pizza. So the things in the Midwest, the people not in the Midwest are not going to understand. Yeah. Um, big, fat, muscular. Yeah. Cause there's the God made us something. God made multiple. God just God just be making anyone, to be honest. Because uh, yeah. So let, let's do it. Let's do height. Wait, like football player. You see a football player, you're calling them a big guy. Are you calling them fat? Some of them. Are you calling them muscular? Some of them. But then there's uh, on a on a scale, he's obese, but it's pure muscle. Is Kingpin? You call him a big guy. Won't follow, call, fucking call him fat ass. I, I Spider Man would. I'm not. Uh, that dude is. That dude is a psycho. He slams your head into a car door. I slammed my head in a car door. Kingpin slammed my head in a car door. Where were we? We were talking about fat people. Is that what we're talking about? Uh, so fat people. Yeah, isn't you know being called big is better. Being called big is better than being called fat. Being called fat, so we're just all we're just lumping those guys in, you know, those the the giant ass football players, uh, your mom, uh, all the big people we all know, uh, your mom specifically. What you got to do? Fucked up. Roasted. I need to get one of those roasted. Uh, yeah, so we're just lumping people together at this point, uh, for those who don't speak English. You're learning English from this, I I see some of you out-of-country people, I know you're fucking learning the language through this, and I gotta say, um, I learned what Riz is, I think I learned what Riz is, so I got Riz. What was it? I got Riz. Why do some men struggle so deeply with women? You know, like the 30-plus-year-old virgin types or the forever single uncle? I sometimes read stories of the fucked-up shit men do to women, and I think, good God, that guy can get a girlfriend, but I can't? There was one on... One on relationship advice a while ago where this lady's boyfriend was stealing money from her and going to Asian massage parlors for hand jobs. She wanted to go to therapy with him to give him a second chance. My mom's friend was going through chemotherapy and her husband wouldn't even pick her up for the doctor's appointment. So she had to take an Uber, even though he's unemployed and fully financially living off her with a new car. I'm sure we all had that friend in high school who would call crying about the thing her boyfriend does. And then you scratch your head wondering why she likes him more than you. So why do some men, seemingly good men, struggle so deeply with getting a mate when it appears the bar is on the ground? So, yeah, I think I can, I think I know how to answer this. First of all, too many examples, way too many examples. You need to not do that. I think the reason uh, why, like, a lot of men struggle, you know, struggle with women in the first place is, uh, you know, they they don't probably, probably some social skills that they don't have and or whatever, or 
maybe they're not always trying to fuck all the time. Some of us really do think with our dick, and that's how, like, you know, do anything to, to fuck or whatever. Some guys have a little little bit lower T. A little bit lower the T. Uh, speaking of which, those Arnold Palmer's would have T, so T. Uh, yeah. So I think it's that, and probably... I'm not saying it, but we do like more attractive people. Why do you think everyone loves this show so much? Uh, We're more attractive, so they may not be as attractive. Well, they can clean up well, but yeah. And so uh, some of these guys are nice and they're shy and shit like that. Um, One thing I do think um, we can say, that way you can be like all men and not all men all at the same time. But one we can probably all agree on is I tell women... Because I'm a love coach. I'm a sweet love coach. Move aside, Andrew Tate. I am the love coach. I represent the women in this. A man has to, man has to represent them. Uh, I think women prefer like a guy who's like super confident and just super confident because I think that's just a very attractive trait uh, in someone. That's what women look for. It probably goes back to all our primal reasonings and resources and all that shit, you know, where it's like... Uh, where it's uh, like yeah primal resources why you want someone who's uh, more confident or not Uh, what I tell ladies to do look for a guy who like you know who's not bad you know not the smelly one smelly ones always get left out Uh, go to them those guys without any confidence you know the ones who are actually good guys he just lacks confidence I think that's really what it is probably just lacking confidence like find that guy and work on, as a partner, you boosting his confidence. And you boosting his confidence is going to be make him more a more attractive person in your eyes, and therefore, you do that. So, ladies, another way to find a man. It's not, always, it's not always go to a Magic the Gathering store and find one that doesn't smell and ask him to teach you how to play, you know? It's not all that. Sometimes you just find the guy who's not ugly, uh, boost his confidence, and uh, then you do that, you know. That's what ladies with, like, handicap kinks, you know, I think they're true soldiers to the world. The fact that someone's like, I think that's hot, and someone's like, someone, and especially a lot of times they're hot, that's the cool thing, you know. It's like, this woman thinks I'm attractive, and it's like, I, which means... I am attractive. If you're attractive to someone, that means you're attractive, you know? That's that's how that's how it works. So like that. So yeah, I would say, ladies, find a guy with no confidence, go over to him and boost his confidence, and he's still nice to you and shit, you know? He's going to be a really cool guy. You know, not a cool guy. Uh, not a man cool guy. proposes and God disposes. That's really the lesson of the man proposes, all right? Man Men, 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 Oh, Applebee's. This went off the rails. Is this alcoholism? I'm glad you came to me for advice. 
I get home from work three or four times a week and pour myself a single mixed drink. I'm worried this is a slippery slope to alcoholism. It's the only alcohol I consume all week and it just helps me unwind after a tough shift and lets me fall asleep easier. Alcoholism runs very, really strongly in my family and I'm watching it destroy my older sister's life right now. She is finally seeking help, thank God. So because of that, I didn't drink at all until December of 2022. I'm 32, but I found a mixed drink I really like and I'm enjoying not having to take my sleeping pills on rough days now. Brother, you have OCD. I'm not a doctor, and I am not even qualified to be diagnosing you with shit, but you have OCD, which uh, looks like there is some positive. Uh, the fact, like, you, like I, we talked, we just talked about an intervention, and I gotta say, like, I was like, yeah, this person, like, she spends this much money a day on this, and this, like, you use, like, you make a mix, make one mixed drink every four, three or four times a week. Uh, you make that three or four times a week, and you're worried it's a slippery slope. Uh, you just got to say, keep it to that, and don't go over, except every once in a while, and then really shame yourself. Uh, yeah, it looks like, yeah, you, your OCD is probably like, I, I don't want to do it, but I found this one drink I really like, and I just like having it. It helps me unwind, and I can't even get drunk off it. I guarantee he's not getting drunk off it, unless he's chugging it, maybe, uh, and he's on an empty stomach. Uh, that would be the only reason I would assume that would be the case. Uh, the case, the case to create, or the case, uh, the case of Christ, a book that proves that Jesus Christ existed. Um, and I don't know, I'm not going to, I would never debate that book. It, it had some good points, uh, that somebody, I actually, shut up, fucking, you fucking atheists. Um, now, dude, I... If you just stay with what you're doing a week and, yeah, dude, uh, have you ever woken up out, this, once you wake up outside, that's alcoholism. Alcoholism is waking up outside. And, you know, people are like, I woke up outside in college and now I'm just a normal guy. Well, you're an alcoholic for like 12 hours. Uh, when you, that, those, when you wake up outside, you become an alcoholic. It doesn't matter if it's once, one time, one time, the one, for one time you drink, you're an alcoholic for that point because you woke up outside. Uh, waking up outside is the, the truest, the truest form of, like, alcoholism. Like, you reached it and you're like, you wake up outside a lot, uh, your life is falling apart, like, because once you start sleeping outside, uh, your liver, that's the sign your liver is giving up, is you wake up outside, uh, not by choice, is that, uh, your liver, either it's gonna be taken out of you, and you're gonna die, that's gonna be sold to someone, uh, or much worse, uh, or anything worse, uh, anyways, though, that's, that, I don't think, that's alcoholism at all. You have one drink. You could drink one drink every day for the rest of your life, and I would not consider you an alcoholic. Even if you're like, I can't sleep without it, and it's just one drink. It's like, okay, do it. No one cares. Uh, yeah, so don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. Last question. Finally made it to the end, folks. 
Why do former gifted students commonly end up messed up as they get older? I was a gifted student in elementary. I was told how smart I was and how talented I am for my art and academic skills. Years later, nine years old, I'm a social outcast, awkward and weird, with bad social anxiety. I'm depressed and just fucked up in general. I see on the internet and even my friends who were gifted like me in similar situations. Why does this keep happening? So yeah, I think I was tested gifted and then I just think I, I think I became uh, I think I became I think I don't know. That's when I my brain cells just started being like this guy's gonna be out of his mind. That's that's what happens. Uh so I think yeah, held to a higher standard is one thing I thought of. Uh like you just you know, it's like this is the smart kid. You were born for this is your destiny to not fuck up this shit, making sure everybody's in alphabetical order. You better not fuck up this shit. Uh, you are seven years old and you better not fuck this shit up. Okay, we're holding you to a higher standard, a higher standard of living in who you're supposed to be. So you better shut the fuck up and do what you're told. So higher higher standards. Uh, that's one. That's one thing. Where did that come from? I don't know. Uh, you know, your self-worth measured, you know, is across grades. So it's like, by this point in time, you should be this smart and, or like, you should be at this level of intelligence or whatever. And then you get to it and then you get overwhelmed. And that's when anxiety starts peeping through your brain and starting to melt your way and make you angry and uh, ruin your life. So that's when... Uh, yeah, self-worth is measured across grades, and it's like, oh, I got, wow, I got a 93%, I did really good, and you're, you're in a fucking system where 90's an A, 99's an A, and just like, no in-between, you know, and shit like that, um, and it's like, 93, I should've got a 95, and you're like, uh, yeah, that's why, that's why these gifted students, uh, become our words, uh, maybe Republicans, maybe the other one. Who could it be? They also generate a lot of imposter syndrome uh, from the idea as well. So, you know, you're just like, when they do reach that level of like, you know, you're, oh, wow, you're so talented, so gifted at what you do. Uh, and you're told that for so long. And uh, yeah, and then you're like, I don't think I deserve this because, I don't know, you're always so praised for everything and you never... You know, you never had to fight for anything. This is the type of guy you get. This, this is the type of guy, you know, you get. And so you just generate a lot of imposter syndrome. I don't have imposter syndrome. Uh, I know. I know what I, well, I know what I have. And, uh, yeah, and I guess their minds run so much that you develop poor organizational skills, too, I would think. But uh, who could it be? And, uh, yeah, that's our running today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to Cancel Sweezy, better known as the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. Hope your week's going good. Uh, you know, we just came back from that uh, uh, long weekend Judas gave us. So I hope you're doing well, and I hope you stay hot and fresh. That's hot and fresh. Uh, we're Subway now. Uh, Post-Jared Fogel. We're not... Uh, I know that's when Subway was fun, but now we're, Subway's boring. Um, check out me on social media at the Shweezy, music under Shweezy. Check that out too, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. 
Uh, check out our Patreon page. Great way to say thank you for being a friend and helping us out. And don't forget to check out the YouTube page uh, for the audio listeners and uh, see what you're missing and all the highlights you can be sharing with all your friends. And uh, go on the audio platforms, give us a 54321 star, and leave us a review. So honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg is in at home. Please leave a message at the beep. I must be out or I'd pick up the phone. Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs, and uh, yeah, stay awesome.